This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What's going on, Facebook Live, YouTube, boys and girls of the podcast, welcome back. Mr. Randall, how are you, sir? I am good, Mr. Schiller. How are you? Did you uh, <laughs> did you enjoy your week off last week? Uh, yes, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Chris Cabral in the house. What's up, brother? Hope you're doing well. Terrence, how you doing, my friend? um yeah redcrest what an experience a little different a little something something um was a was a great great time um yeah i don't think we i don't think i asked you about that yet no you didn't yeah okay you um, epically failed hey Jay. how was how was redcrest <laughs> <laughs> we got uh christian gervas i'm i'm assuming that's right Sounds uh he says what's up aaron dodds in the house uh hello from ottawa i know we got we got some canadian folks in the house tonight yeah we do great which is great uh obviously we got the canadian all-star in the in the green room just kicking back uh mr jay brown we'll get to him in a second but 
uh red crest was great man it was different um it was kind of cool to be there at uh at such a big event, you know, for the, the bass boat side, obviously I was working the expo. Uh, it was great to see a lot of the kayak manufacturers there. There was Bonafide, um, new canoe Jackson. Uh, I was there with Tightline anchors. Uh, my friends from Lakewood products were there. So it was good, man. It was good to see some old faces and, uh, some new ones as well. So, uh, not, not too bad, man. Man, the, the uh, chat is blown up. We're going to have to have Jay Brown on every week. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with them. Uh, Andrew Ferguson said, howdy. Chris Cabrell says, home court for thrifty. I, I have a feeling there's there's a backstory there. Jay's laughing down in the green room. Uh, howdy from Canada. Uh, good evening from uh, Thorland, uh, Thorold, Ontario. Uh, Mitch, hello everyone. Brad Hurlboss, what's up, bud? Just skip that one. <laughs> Texas <laughs> Phantom Fishing, what's up, fellow fishing fam? What's up, brother? Um, but uh, good, good experience at Redcrest, man. Uh, it's pretty cool. Congrats to Brian Thrift, who won the whole thing. Um, I know him and the kid were kind of going back and forth, battling it out, so it was super cool, and uh, um. Definitely an experience, man. I'm looking forward to the classic next week. I'll see you down there. So mm -hmm. uh, we may have to go live from uh, there and all that good stuff. But uh, um, <laughs> Andrew Ferguson says, Jay brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> uh, Terrence asked if we're going to the classic. Yes, I'll be there. Uh, Mr. Hurlboss says, OJ, I love you too. He was talking about Jay Randall. Uh Christian says, uh, even have one. I don't even know what that is. Jay can bring a big crowd. Um, Taryn said, I'll see you there. Sweet. Um, Aaron Dodd said, heck yeah, Mr. Brown is in the house. So exciting show, man. I know Jay's kind of sitting down there like shitty grin on his face. You know, <laughs> he, he, he kind of fought me a little bit when I hit him up. I was like, Hey bro, you want to come on the show this week? Cause we were kind of talking about it a little bit, um, uh, you know, a few, few days back and he's like, I don't know, man, what am I going to talk about? I'm like, trust me, Jay, you don't shut up. You got plenty to talk about. We'll be good. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get the man of that. Uh, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I forgot one thing. I forgot one thing. Uh, boys and girls, Dale hollow open. We're a little over a month away. Uh, Dale Hollow Lake in Tennessee, world-renowned smallmouth fishery. April 22nd and 23rd, hosted by us in Eastport Marina. Got some great sponsors back in the event. Uh, Dark Horse Tackle, Nico Bates, Dubro Fishing, Pine Ridge Archery, Turniax, Ace Adventure Sports, Pelican, Yak Gadget. Get signed up on the old Turniax, and we will see you down there. So... um with that being said, let's get the man of the hour in the house, Mr. Downtown Jay Brown, the Canadian All Star. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> God, man! man hey, you, you, got a, you got a crowd in here, so uh, let's 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 scroll back through these comments. What was that? What did he call you? I'll find it. <laughs> 
but welcome to the show, my friend. Uh, excited to have hey. you. Um, excited to be here. What's that? Excited to be here. No, man, it's good. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've gotten to know you a little bit over uh, the past few weeks, man. And uh, it's kind of cool uh, what you're doing up there in Canada. Some of the things you've done, some of the things you're part of and things like that. I know you're part of the tight line anchor family and that's how we kind of got connected and stuff like that but i know we got a big jay brown fan club in the in the in the <laughs> chat tonight but for those that are listening later on the podcast platforms or in here watching um let's get a little background on you man like where you're from um exactly obviously we know canada i was going to play the canadian national anthem but that would have taken like 10 minutes so <laughs> let's let's get a little background on where you're from and how you got into kayak fishing, man. Well, I'm I'm from southern Ontario, which just crossed the border from uh, Niagara Falls, New York. And um, you know, I've been fishing all my life, but seriously, like serious wreck angler for the last 25, had a cottage up north, and um, you know, I gotta give a shout out to my brother Dan. He kept me, uh, he, he's the bass fisherman. He's always been the one I looked up to. And, um, you know, driving up north, we'd always see these lakes that nobody was on. And, you know, kayak, you know, kayak fishing uh, started popping up here. I'm thinking, hey, if you can walk to the water, you can drag your kayak and fish these lakes. And that's kind of how I got into it. Um, now, just a backstory about a year, two years before I got into it, a good friend of mine, Steve Ike from Thorold, Ontario, he showed up. We're all car guys. He shows up with this adventure paddle, carbon fiber paddle. And, you know, look how light it is, he's saying. And I'm like, well, what you pay for it? He's like, 300. What do you mean you paid 300 bucks for this? Thing? You know, and then, you know, two years later, you know, I'm, I'm rigged right out, you know, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's basically the story, right? Right on, man. Well, Aaron Dodd says, uh, get a pen and paper out guys. Jay has all his favorite spots and coordinate coordinates for us. So, <laughs> um, I don't know what you yeah. guys are paying in uh, Canadian money, but, uh, in American, I mean, knowing Jay may be worth 50 cents a coordinate, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do a lot of back lake fishing. That's that's where I get most uh, all my joy. Right, is sure. just searching, looking for these back lakes, honey holes, and um, you know, traveling minimum four hours each way to go for the day, the weekend, whatever. You know. Well, and you guys got so much water up there in your area, right? Like, I mean. You know, you just look at a map of Canada and, you know, like we had talked about uh, privately is like, you know, the only time I've been to Canada, I fished Eagle Lake in Ontario, you know, and that's kind of like a, a destination spot for us, you know, Southerners, I guess. Right. But, um, you know, you look all around there and, and just Ontario in general and pretty much all of the Canadian provinces, you know, it's like there's water everywhere you look. Yeah. You got big cities and stuff, but you get outside of those cities and you know, you could be within a short distance of a million different bodies of water. It seems like, and 
you know, I know you, uh, you had shown me some photos of some really big smallmouth, um, which is super cool. And you're like, yeah, you'll never really see another person on some of these lakes, which is cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, almost two, roughly two hours from the border and you've got lakes galore, you know, just you pick and then you've got, you know, you're, and these are smaller lakes, right? It's, I mean, of course you fish Lake Ontario, Lake Erie, you know, Sinclair. And I mean, those are some big fisheries too, with big smallies, uh, musky stuff like that. But yeah. Well, well, Santino dropped in the chat uh, some great lakes with no boat access, but accessible with a kayak in Ontario. So that's one question I, I had in mind, you know, after I, you know, uh, we were talking and stuff and I wanted to bring up tonight. So for like those folks that may not be from Canada, like are all those lakes um, considered public, public access, public land, like, or is it like, you have to have some kind of easement or something to get to that body of water or do they have like, you know, pretty much an access point on all the different bodies of water where you're not crossing over into private property or something. Or like a right to roam rule or something. Right. Yeah. So most of the, I, I know of a few private lakes that are like on private land, but generally any lake in Ontario if you can get on that water, you can fish it, right? And I just say if you can get on it because most of the lakes have cottages on them, right? But there should be um, like a, a launch that you, a public launch that you can do it. Now, these back lakes, I mean, they're free to whoever. I mean, um, camp there for free for 21 days if you want, fish them. So, yeah, if you can find them and get on there, it's you're good to go. Why uh, 21 days? Because then it's squatters' rights. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, you could camp for 21 days, move your tent, you know, 20 feet and do another, but nobody does that really. You know, it's just the law. Aaron, but the Aaron, other Aaron dropped in the chat a launch, a ditch, whatever gets you on the water. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's exactly. I actually, I looked up uh, a lake on uh, Google. It looked dynamite, man. I mean, just pads everywhere, no one around. I drive four hours north. I'm, I, I get on this like I mean a creek. It might have been three foot wide. I hit a little beaver dam, pulled the rig up. Then I hit this eight foot high dam. I pull it up and I fish this thing and nothing nothing skunk and then when i come back there's two guys standing there they're like you know this is our land i was like it's a lake he goes yeah until the beaver damned it so <laughs> i spent four hours so you got to watch the lakes like you know because it looked great but it, it would only it was only basically flooded up for the last five years so huh nothing really so yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, Derek, Derek says, uh, doesn't matter what, how you get out. It's all about research and trying a new spot. Yeah. That's Derek's a good cool, one. Too. 
like I'm I I live on the Illinois Wisconsin border and it's like there's definitely more water access up in in Wisconsin than there is in Illinois but I mean we don't have the water like you do Jay may have a little bit more with the being in Tennessee and you know some of the rivers and stuff like that so yeah it's a little wetter here than where we used to be or where yeah. I used to be <laughs> so uh good question for you Mr. Jay Brown uh kiss Chris Cabral says, uh, do you ever camp and float rivers? Um, yeah, normally we car camp. Um, cause I mean, if you're driving four to six hours North, right, you fish 12, 14 hours, um, that, that drive home kills you. Sure. So you'll car camp or camp out, but there's not that many rivers. It's mostly lakes. So you'll car camp or, you know, you'll find an island and, and camp there. Now, you kind of kind of watch it, too. I had a, an incident a couple of years ago where I was robbed in the middle of the night, you know, way up. No, no, no cell phone access, nothing. So, yeah. And, and I mean, that's wild. that's rare. man, that's it, it's rare, but it can't happen. Right. So try to do it, you know, with buddies. You know, yeah, you're always a little bit safer. Sure, 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 but sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's great. Like just about everybody. Um, you know, even the tournament guys. You know, uh, so we've got a series. Okay, BT uh, run by John Gain. Um, great series, but he picks lakes all over Ontario, and guys will go up for the week. Whether they, you know, they um you know have a camper trailer or tent and you know pre-fish these lakes and fish these lakes all over ontario which is great and then same with um well aaron dodds is uh runs uh, kayak bass canada which is an online so everybody across canada fish whatever lake you want right and that's pretty much everything and you know a lot of guys do the same thing they'll car camp fish the weekend or whatever sure so we got a great question here, and I think uh, our friend Brad Hurlboss had a little typo. He says, when camping up north, what concerns are there for wildlife in regards to safety? He says, beer, moose, etc." I'm assuming he meant to say deer. I don't know, but uh, I'm pretty sure he meant beer, but who knows? Just, I mean, um, you know, it could be consuming. Maybe that's what it's really the dude, question. Like how tanks can you be? Right now. You know, you guys in your Molson Canadian? Jesus, Molson, eh? man. Holy <laughs> crap. Yeah, you guys I heard that up north. You keep that I heard up north. You had, I heard you had a few cans of that and few cans of it till 5 a.m bro um i'm just saying i'm just saying um yeah but i mean any any real concerns like bears stuff like that you ever have any run-ins with them when you're up there camping and you know fishing well yeah you're gonna get it but it's not you know it's not the biggest concern you don't want to leave like like if you're in a remote area, of course you don't want to leave food out or whatever, pack her up. Like that's just common sense. But um, no, I, I think that, more or less. It's a Wisconsin guy asking that question. So common sense is out the window, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you keep your food, you know, packed up, put, you know, hang it from a tree if you're worried about it. 
Sure. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's really not that bad. They usually run when you you know you're dragging your kayak through the woods. Sure. You know, down dirty trail. But yeah, no, no, it's 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 good. So uh, Derek says uh, Jay Brown is a quality angler, angler, great lad, and a resource to anyone listening. I've fished against him, but personally have a lot of respect for him. This dude obviously hasn't met you before, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, Derek, Derek's really, he's a he's a really good guy, man. He's a good guy. You know, we we we've had some good long conversations till two or three in the morning, but yeah, <laughs> nice, you know. nice. Uh, River Smalley's on uh, YouTube says uh, moose swim underwater, even like gators of the north. I, I'm going to be honest. I have not seen a moose in my travels. Like I know there's like you'll see them dead on a road or something, but is, I've never is, seen one. Is that true? Like, I don't know. I mean, I just know you don't want to be near them. <laughs> like that's all I well, know. Yeah, I've just I've never seen one. You know, not in not in the water. I mean, it's uh, not the a, underwater thing. Because I know you've never seen a moose. Oh, they're giant. They're bigger than horse. <laughs> yeah, but you're saying you've never seen a moose before? No, no. I miss. Oh, I've seen. Oh, sorry, sorry. I've seen a moose, but not while fishing or you know okay. heading All into right. the, the thing. You know, are you really Canadian? See, <laughs> that's yeah. what I was gonna say. How, thought, how can you be Canadian like, and not see a moose, know, bro? Like you are you like required to have like a tattoo of one or something on you now like, by this point? Yeah, a, a moose on this shoulder and a beaver on this side, you know. <laughs> I should have a maple syrup can right here, you know. Right here, let me yeah. mention I got sip my yeah. maple syrup. He's like, right here's my Canucks. Uh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to remember, like, even central Ontario is, I, I mean, there's places in, um, uh, like, Minnesota that are further north than where I fish, right? Sure. So, but, yeah, I mean, there's there's moose around, actually, two hours north of here. My buddy was ice fishing on Lake Simcoe, and there was this moose that was attacking all these ice huts, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Seriously, like... And I mean, it's down like in Barrie, Ontario. It's not, you know, it's not, I mean, it's a big city, right? That's crazy. But, uh, no moose, no bear, no cougars, unless you consider your wife one. But <laughs> I was, I was, hey, you beat me to the punch. Touche. Touche. Uh, Brad Hurlbaugh says beer safety is a real thing in Wisconsin. So I don't know what he's got going on there. Uh, Mitch says, uh, Thunder Bay area. When I went there, the bears cuddle with you. All right. All right. Well, if you want to stay warm, uh, I wonder if it's the kind of bear we're all talking about or if it's the other kind. (laughs) 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 Mr. Randall. Jordan said, uh, Jordan said, learn lots chatting with Jay last season. Uh, Mitch says, uh, North, uh, North Ontario is the moose and Canadian goose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh Rodin man says uh hang beside someone else's campsite. Um Jordan said uh Jay this season we should meet up and do some yak fishing again can make a cool YouTube video. So uh, Yeah, so 
I met Jordan and um, Randy Vu last year when I went up um, again. Uh, you know, we run a charity event for the Children's Hospital in Eastern Ontario, Chio. And I went up early just so I could fish with those two guys. Um, real good dudes. Still have to teach them a little bit, but <laughs> no. but but good guys, good guys, and you know, it's been. Well, yeah. I want to get I want to get to the charity event. That is something like I told you. I definitely wanted to talk about on here, and I, I want to invite you guys back, uh, like a little before that event too, so that way we can kind of help get the word out for you guys because we do have uh some listenership up in canada man so i, I want to do everything we can to help you guys out for that but uh aaron dodds had a great question for you and i know he's just trying to put you on the spot here but he says what is your best advice for a new guy joining the sport looking to get on good fish and learn fast i'm gonna just right off the bat i'm gonna text him aaron dodds's number <laughs> Uh, you know what? Okay, I, I joke about it, but I'm gonna. You know, the one thing I do about Dodds is, I mean, if you mention that you even thought about kayak fishing, he's the first one. He's like, hey, you know what? I got a spare rig. Let's get out. Let's get you out. Like he's all about you know promoting the sport and getting guys out. Um, and I think that's one of the things that sometimes we miss right we get so wrapped up in our own thing whether it's social media or this or that but um you know introducing guys or getting guys out you know onto you know they might be floating a, a lifetime and you know you want they're thinking about getting a new a new rig it's like hey you know i've got this rig why don't you try it out come out with us and and whatnot so yeah that's but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send him Aaron's number. Aaron's uh, <laughs> he's a hammer down. he's a hammer out east. But anyways, I like it, man. So, yeah. Um, but the ch charity event. Hold on, hold on. We got more questions, bro. You're you're not getting off that easy. Warren Wong asks, uh, "What's the best way for a pitching flipping guy to get into finesse fishing?" Oh my God, Warren! I tell you this. Oh, so this Warren, <laughs> I met him last year, and uh, so I've been throwing swim baits for you know five, six, seven years, and I just started getting into finesse. But I, I said to him, I said, "Hey, I heard you're, you know, a jig fisherman, like you know, or plastics, you know, fish slop." He's like, "Yeah." I said, "Tell you what." How about if I come out with you and you teach me how? Because I'm not a jig fisherman, plastics, nothing. So I think he's just put me on the spot. But, <laughs> but I, you know, last year I fished a lot of finesse and, and I hammered. You know, I put more five-pounders in the boat than um, most years uh, swim baiting. Like, it's weird, you know? Yeah, I... I, I had the same thing, man, and I, I know Jay, too. Jay's more of a power fisherman, but when I get him to finesse fish, he catches quality fish. <laughs> and, I'm too impatient. That's yeah. the problem. 
Well, and like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I tried to step up and dial my finesse game in, man. And it, it's exactly like you're talking, Jay Brown. I'm just going to call you Brown and him Randall. Uh, otherwise, this yeah. is going to get super confusing. But Mr. Brown, I, I, I mean, when I, like you were saying, when I dialed in that finesse game, I started putting bigger fish in the boat, you know, especially on those tough bite days, you know, where you couldn't get them to go on anything else. Yeah, but also too, let's remember you can power fish plastics too. Well, true. Yeah, I mean, true. so you can finesse it, or you can you, know, you can really feel it out. With, um, I, I think like the wacky rig is probably like the perfect example for that. Sure, because you can fish that super slow, yeah. or you can fish it with a little bit of weight and fish it faster. You can walk it on top of the water. Right. You know, I mean, there's all these things you can do with it. So, I mean, it's anyone's game. You just got to figure out what they want as usual. Right. <laughs> I mean, you can look at it too. Like, look at these guys, like, you know, these older guys, Roland Martin, Hank Parker, you know, 10, 12 inch worms. Like, so that's not finesse, right? But you can do it in a fancy way, the same way, and still hammer fish. So, yeah. Yeah. You drool over those old guys, man. Dude, those, they're legends. They're legends. Jimmy Houston. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's enough, man. <laughs> so, uh, so Chris asked a great, great question. What is your current kayak setup? All right. So, um, I've just, I've got two Bonafides. I'm with, uh, I'm fortunate enough to be with uh, Team Bonafide as their only international angler. Um, so I run the SS 127. Uh, I got a Honda orange and then I've got the, I don't know, the olive green one, um, that I just picked up, you know, run a stern mount motor, Laurent's just a, a seven inch Laurent's, you know, I try to keep it basic. I'm not, I mean, like I said, I'm not a tournament angler, so I don't need two dual mining screens and, you know, spot lock on the front, torpedo on the back. Now, mind you, I'd like it, but it just sure. wouldn't work for me. You well, know? you like to keep it simple, right? You know, it's pretty basic and yeah. Plus, I mean, and, if you got spot lock, what are you going to do with a tight line anchor, bro? I'm just saying. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Well, there goes that partnership, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, Jay Brown just got an XI3. Oh, looks like he doesn't need his anchor anymore. So, uh, here's here's another here's another good question from Peter Young. Uh, he says, "Do you prefer foam over inflatable PFD?" I have both. I got a Mustang inflatable auto manual and I've got uh, the NRS Chinook. Um, the one thing I, I do prefer foam like the Chinook I find has finally like it's molded to my body. I don't get hot in it. I keep the the uh, inflatable in the car. But the one thing I don't like about the inflatable is the is having to carry a spare cartridge. Right. Yeah. And I have I have pulled on the string as I was unpacking, and and then it's I like, just, man, 
I prefer foam over inflatable just because I don't want to count on some little CO2 cartridges to save my life. You know what I mean? Like the foam isn't going to fail the inflatables. I mean, this is just me personally talking, you know, like, I don't know, man. I feel like just when you need it the most, is it going to be there is the question I always ask. Yeah, well, well I, I was going to say, like, I think it comes down to, cause I've worn both. Right. Um, right. And I love the Chinook now, um, but I think, like, to me, it comes from what size are you? Like, you know, are you are you a big guy? You got a big yeah, big stomach? Well, you're probably not going to like a Chinook, um, depending on yeah. how you, flexible you are, for one, and then, two, really how big that belly is because, you know, that Chinook's going to put a lot of – yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to lift. It's going to put a lot of, you know, uh, just structure in front of you to be able to handle. And I can tell you, like <clears throat> you could be bumping into your, you know, in, into your uh, PFD while you're casting. I mean, it, it, it can alter the way you fish um, and inflatable it's out of the way, you know? And I, and I used to wear an inflatable, I don't know, like two, three years. Um, Cause you know, I'm like, I'm not the skinniest dude, but, uh, but I mean, it was, you know, a little lighter. And like you said, you just carry the extra cartridge and an extra salt bobbin and <clears throat> you know, you're good to go. But, when i tried the chinook i just said screw it because there's so much functionality sure. with yeah with any of them right onyx right. and but i mean you know i mean you can carry everything on your chest then instead of having to reach for stuff i, I tend to like that better at this point sure 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 yeah and and that's kind of what i like right because you got your your cell phone here you can put your your snips cutters whatever you've got everything i I tend to put my wallet and my keys because yeah, I just from a, lost my wallet. A safety standpoint. Like if you go over, yeah. like say you're on a river and it's a little too fast and the kayak takes off, well, it's not gonna do any good if your phone and your keys are over there and yeah. you know, and you're you know, actually a perfect example of, of that more to the effect of having a phone is you know, years ago at the the KBF um tournament, uh the national championship when uh God, what is it, Ken? No, it wasn't Ken. It was somebody else who went over and Matt Ball, Fred... wasn't it? No, no, it wasn't. It was I can't remember the dude's name. I actually met him. I feel bad for that. But um anyway, he went over, he got tangled up, and you know, Kentucky Lake is no joke. Sure. It was like 30 degrees out. It was like, you know, because those national championships were always run at the best times of the year. Um, he fell over, he's in the water, he's floating down the river or lake, whatever. Um he actually makes a phone call while he's floating in the frigid water to, to his buddies to come meet him, you know, so he's calling for his own help. But point being, he had his phone on him. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's going to be huge because that's going to be, you know, now <coughs> all the phones are pretty water resistant. So you're going to be all right if you fall in the water and, you know, if, if your phone gets wet. So, I mean, definitely have that thing on you. But yeah, from a safety standpoint, like even having like never had to use it, but like the whistle. Right, you know, I mean, just in case, because who knows? Sure, I, th I think you know one of our other buddies had a real serious issue, yeah. and like his safe, you know, his PFD saved him. Well, we <clears> got know. a guy in the chance chat. Santino said, "I stood up and blacked out and fell in the drink. If I wasn't wearing my foam vest, I might not be here today." Yeah, I mean, but, but the it, way it's I like everybody in the chat says foam. So I'm yes. just saying, you know what? I don't care if somebody wants to wear foam or inflatable as long as they're wearing one. I agree. Uh, I agree. Like I, 
and and I've turned down fishing with a guy because he just said, well, I don't wear one. And I'm like, well, yeah. I'm not going to risk my life to try to save yours. Yeah. You know, it sounds bad, but you got to get that point across that, you know, yes, it's a, a small plastic boat, but man, things can happen, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and especially up in your neck of the woods, right? Because the water doesn't get too warm. No, no, no. Wait, no. Later in the we're summer. Not we're not in igloos up here, man. No. <laughs> I was okay. saying later in the year. I wasn't saying you were living in an igloo, bro. Okay, so first, so as Canadians, we can't even start fishing for bass. There's a few few areas in northern Ontario where you can fish for them all year. And then some open, uh, you know, May 28th, but generally most of, you know, central to southern Ontario, we cannot fish for bass until the fourth or third weekend of June. So water temps are already up there, right? So is that just to protect them during the spawn period? Yeah. Yeah. And and that's, I mean, I've read studies, um, you know, even because of Lake Erie, right? Guys in Lake Erie fish um, on the, the south side of the border all year, whenever they're out, and there's no effect on, you know, um, fish productivity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but yeah, I've never done like pre-spawn fishing, and you see all these great, you know, or these YouTube channels. Guys are going out slamming DDs and. We're just up here shaking our head going, oh. Now no. you got to come down here for the spawn, bro. Uh, yeah. 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 Thinking that, that Dale Hollow. Eh? Eh? Yeah. Yeah. What, what about that? <laughs> what about that? <laughs> what about that? <laughs> <laughs> I got smallies in here, eh? <laughs> Aaron Dodd said, Jay. Give us three presentations for the new guys to master master chasing bass that will work reliably for both smallies and largies. Man, Dodds is just putting you on the spot tonight. Oh yeah. He he'll just wait till he gets on. I'm gonna have quite I'm gonna put him on the spot. <laughs> I'm telling you. And next week on Paddle and Finn, guest will be Aaron <laughs> Dodds. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not great when it comes, you know, I I'm, I'm stuck on a few things. You know, I, I don't, I've never fished a wacky worm. Um, the way I look at the way I, I, I see my fishing is I'll see a presentation like, or, or see something and it's like a crankbait and I'll fish that crankbait like cranks in general for a year or two to really understand them, you know, fish them in weeds, rocks, rivers, wherever. I just see a lot of guys, you know, they go out and they buy, you know, jigs and cranks and lipless and spinner baits, and they never get around to really using them to understand what they're doing, right? And I just feel like you, you it doesn't matter. It could be a spinner bait, but, you know, learn it. I used to jig spinner baits just on weed lines, like just let her flutter and then just rip her off. Right. These are all little tricks that you can do once you, you learn, um, you know, what you're doing. So, yeah, I, I don't have, 
Nedrick. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Gene Wilson is in the house, boys and girls. Oh, Miss Gene. She is a beast. That's my, like, crush, dude. It's the only woman I'd ever leave my wife for. Just because she catches big bass. That in Florida? Well, yeah. Yeah, she gets a fishy around. Duh. I mean, come on now. Come on now. Miss Jean, we hope you're well. We hope you're well. Sorry, didn't yeah. mean to disturb you there, my yeah. friend. Hey, when it's with Miss Jean, you you do that. <laughs> so, I mean, we all know, like, man, she just what, what was it, twenty four that she just voted the other week? Yeah, something like that. I I have a hard time keeping track. You know, yeah. it's like twenty twenty four. That seems like a a little one to her. That's a small you know? one in, in her yeah. accomplishments. Yeah. You know, it's like she just. I mean, yeah, like it's. I've never seen. That's I, why. I was, what was it? That twenty-seven and a half or something like that. When she that, got. That's, yeah, that I thing looks fake. Point, it looks think, so fake. I was like, I've never seen a bass that big in my life. I think at this point, <laughs> like the bass are just so terrified of her <laughs> catching them, oh, her catching go. them, that they just jump in her kayak right onto her bump board, yeah. and they're like, rather than sticking me with a hook, just take a picture. Take a picture. Yeah, she's get she me into that. Was, 27 inches, 12, 12 pounds, three ounces. Insane. Just, that, just that's insane. a beast. That and you know, you know, Jean is like so nonchalant, like and humbly nonchalant about it. She's like, Yeah, I got this beast. You know, if it were me, I'd be jumping up and down, making sure yeah. the whole world, you know. And she's like, Yeah, I voted this little girl. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these green groupers. They're out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that is go. great. Uh, Andrew Ferguson asked, what kind of setups are you throwing those big Hashimoto baits on? So I'm assuming he's referring to your big swim bait addiction. Yeah. So Hashimoto is a, a friend of mine. He's actually just about 30 minutes away from me. I got a shameless plug. He's got a podcast, Made to Cast, where he interviews a lot of the um, independent bait makers and everything else. If you guys are driving, like, you know, you're going down to uh, Knoxville or whatever, give a listen. It's great. But yeah, so um, Hashimoto, uh, great guy. I don't know. It's right here. He's one of them. But, um, you know, I I tend to use an eight foot, you know, moderate eight power. Well, no, no, it, it's a, it's it's not it. It's almost like an oversized crankbait, right? If you think about it, yep. You know, swim baits are if it's a lift bait, it's it's just a giant size crankbait. So some guys might say nah, but that's basically what it is. You know, a jointed crankbait, big. So you just need something a little heavier. But broomsticks don't work all that well. Sure, sure, sure. sure. You got to keep those those. Uh, those trebles pinned right so yeah you got to kind of finesse that thing too a little bit as it's swimming right yeah and, and well even getting into that like you know i made the mistake of going down the rabbit hole of buying you know you start off with a six inch bait a seven then it's an eight nine but that you have to look at your waters too is you know are bass that aggressive to hit a nine inch <laughs> inch swim bait Sure. And, you know, 
you can still throw it. You might get some aggressive, you know, 16s, 18s, but um, like my big, my biggest smallie was caught on a Ned rig, but my biggest largemouth, um, and, and by, you know, Southern standards, it's nothing, it's 21.5, but I got it on a DRT um, Joker wake bait. Nice. So, I mean, you just got, so this year, the point that I was trying to get at is I, I downsized all my swim baits, you know, to, to match the hatch and see if that's going to increase the, uh, uh, you know, the quality fish I put in. Is it going to be more productive or am I just, you know, being right stupid? On. So uh, Peter said, last question for Jay, for him, uh, for a new kayak angler, should they skip a paddle kayak or go straight to propulsion like fins, propellers, or trolling motor? Well, I think like you and I were talking, like even when we're talking about anchoring, right? What type of water are you fishing? I think it's the most important is, you know, if somebody's getting into it, find out, you know, are you going to fish rivers, small lakes, big lakes, whatever. Um, and, and, you know, is it bass fishing? Is it pike fishing, walleye, whatever. And, you try to suit them to what their needs are rather than uh, tell them what they need. Right. Sure. So, um, you know, I know like Peter, great guy, he puts on a, a charity tournament too that I attended last year, but Peter and uh, a lot of his friends, they fish big waters, Lake Ontario, they'll go out for salmon, um, steelhead, browns, whatever. So, for them, a bigger boat, pedal drive is the way to go for them. Um, you know, if you're messing around in smaller lakes, why do you, you know, it's just probably easier to get around with a, a paddle. Yeah. You know, just get yourself a, you know, 11 foot rig with paddle PFE and find the love. Heck yeah, man. So, Here's a here's a a great great question from your good friend Aaron. He says, "What is the one single thing you love most about the sport of kayak fishing?" I feel like this is going to get deep. This is deep <laughs> thought. This right now is going to turn into deep thoughts with Jay Brown. Should we go into like solo layout mode, like straight up, like tell us, bro? No, it, you know, I think what it is, is, um, the camaraderie. Like, so up here, I mean, the camaraderie between anglers is unbelievable, right? It's, Hey, I'm going out, you know, or somebody's like, I'm going out, you know, if you want to join me, this, that, the next thing, or, um, you're, you're wherever, right. You're just sharing, uh, the sport with guys going out, what are you catching or what are you using and, and stuff. There's a lot of camaraderie there um, between anglers and, and even, you know, uh, hopefully the series um, like team two brother, or I hope I said it right. Two brothers series out in Quebec. They do a team series where, you know, um, like you and Jay Randall and me and Aaron Dodds, we'll go out 
And so our combined fish against your combined fish, right? So they really promote that um, out there. So if you're sticking me with Randall, I, you guys got to speed. I'm just saying. Not not if there's pike involved, buddy. <laughs> yeah, if it's a pike tournament, different story. Yeah, See? bass and, kind of middle of the road. Yeah, I'm yeah, a little hard headed. I mean, that that's the one thing Jay's got in common with you Canadian folks. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Christian said it's team brother fishing. That's it. Sorry. Yeah, Steve Pelequin out there. Um, and I mean, kayak fishing up here is, it's still growing. Like, you know, a couple of years ago, just before pandemic, you know, it was growing exponentially in the States and it just keeps on growing. Like up here in Canada, more and more guys are getting into it. And I think that's what's important is, you know, for guys to enjoy it, just don't be a dick. You know, right. if somebody asks you a question, be like, yeah, hey, like I get it. Everybody's in a hurry for something, but, you know, share some wealth. Yeah, 100%, dude. And I mean, you see that down here in the States too, like that. I mean, that's probably one of the biggest things, right? Is, you know, the kayak fishing community is one big family, right? And that's the way it's got to be treated. That's that's why we grow exponentially and, and you know, all these things, right? Like, you know, and it's yeah. crazy because we, we all have one thing in common, fishing out of a little plastic boat. There's nothing different about us. You know what I mean? Like, we all have yeah. the same common vested interest, you know? Yeah, like, you know, it doesn't matter what rig you paddle, whether it's a Jackson, Bonafide, New Canoe, Wilderness, you know, that's just, uh, that's just, those are material things. Sure. Um, you know, just getting out with your buddies. Cause I mean, I'm sure you guys know the minute you push off shore, it, those bills you didn't pay yet, the fight with your wife, you don't think about that. You, you just, you're in your own little zone, right? And you're, you're sharing it with your buddy. So yeah, it's cool. You trying to say you fight with your wife a lot or what? Oh, well. Well, no, actually, maybe in the- he's like every day. Every day. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, just kidding, you know, Jay. Come, you know, winter time because she's not used to me being around. Come summertime, I'm never home. <laughs> you know, she's like, "Where are you at?" I'm like, "Okay, here's the coordinates." She's like, "All right," but yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, that's Thanks. funny. That's funny, uh, man. So, uh, going back to uh, what we started to talk about previously, man, is you guys hold a, a really big charity event up there. It's going to the uh, Children's Hospital and things like that. Give us some of the details on that, man. I know you've kind of had a hand in helping build that up and things like that over the years. And I know Aaron Dodds is a huge part of that as well. And you guys are doing some really cool stuff. I mean, when you told me, was it last year you guys donated, what was it, $22,000 or something like that? Just just over twenty two five. you know, for, and that came from, uh, you know, less than 100 anglers. But I'll, I'll just go back. Um, 2021, Aaron called me up. He says, hey, I got this idea to do a charity tournament. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah. So, you know, we went gung ho right from, and that was like January, 20, 
2021 and um we did it first for Ronald McDonald House up here, uh, 60-ish anglers, and we raised just over six grand for um, Ronald McDonald House. Then the following year, um, Aaron hooked up with the guy from CHEO, which is the Children's Hospital of Eastern Ontario. And that is just phenomenal because they were so transparent about saying, Hey, whatever you donate is going directly to this, this sure. unit, which was, um, the cardiac unit. So, you know, we did the, uh, kayak fishing life, um, benefit tournament for the tiny hearts at Chio. And yeah, we had just under a hundred anglers come out, um, and we raised twenty two five uh twenty two five uh for for that, which was fantastic, you know. For a bunch of guys in plastic boat, you know, and 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 I think I was telling you about, you know, our taxes up here, you know, coming up with that kind of money is unbelievable. It really is an accomplishment, you know, and and you know, I've got to take my hat off to Aaron Dodds. You know Casey Williams, Serge Parody, the other coordinators um, involved. Uh, this year we're same thing. We're doing it at uh, White Lake Marina, and um, so we're going to be doing it for the Children's Mental Health Unit. That's so, cool, yeah, you know, and it's a good time. Like, I mean, getting a hundred guys out there you know, barbecue, food, music, you know, you're fishing for a tournament, lots of prizes. Um, it, it's a good time, man. It, it really is. And it's probably without sounding like, you know, it's probably the most important thing I've probably done in my life, like selfless thing. Right. So I am, I'm glad to be a part of it. I, I stepped back a little bit, not, uh, but yeah, it, it's great. It's great. It's a great time. No, that's it, that's huge, man. And and you got to give yourself a little bit more credit too, right? Like you work in a hospital, dude, and that's selfless too. And uh, so hats off to you, my friend, because you definitely Thanks. step up and you know make sure that people are getting what they need and things like that. But. I'm I'm gonna steer away from the serious factor for a second. This is probably this is probably the best question of the night. The best question of the night. Andrew Ferguson said, I heard this year Jay is doing a calendar spread to raise money. Any truth to that or rumor? Hey man, I just got my banana banana hammock in the mail today, bro. And I know I know Fergie. Fergie's going to be the first one getting that calendar. He's be like, as soon as it pops up, he's like, take my money. <laughs> I'll take oh. that. <laughs> I swear. Well, we got one calendar sold. <laughs> <laughs> Fergie said, first in line, bud. Told <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you. He said, reserve order. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Sorry, back Sorry. On, I, back, I had a, back on track. Back on track. Sorry, I had a very squirrel moment there, but that was priceless. Um, hey, 
I'm the biggest squirrel there is in a an amusement park. I'm surprised I've kept on track, man. Mitch said he Mitch said he'd buy it for a dollar. I'm just saying. And Gene Wilson <laughs> is peeing her pants laughing right now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so when yeah. when is the charity event? Is it June? Did you tell me? July. July. July ninth. Oh, okay. Aaron, help me out here. Yeah, yeah I think Aaron, if you, if you can drop a link in the chat, uh, Aaron, and uh, I will post that in the show notes for everybody listening later on. So, okay, I and, and this is something that crossed my mind uh, after we had initially talked, right? So, you know, I'm I'm from the states. I don't get up to Canada very often, but um, he says it's July eighth. Drop that link right. down there too, Aaron. So if guys want to sign up, things like that, man, then we can put it in the chat. So here's my thing, right? So is this hosted on Tourney X? Fishing Chaos, I believe. Okay, Fishing Chaos. So if yeah. I uh, say I want to contribute to the cause, I can't show up and fish the event. Can I sign up for the event so that way my my donation is going to the cause? Yeah, so we'll have a, a, an external link for uh, monetary donations. So we have that set up as well. Okay. And uh, I, and Aaron, actually, I'm just Aaron knows all of it, all the particulars. So he's saying uh, registration opens the next week or two, so it'll be on yeah. Fishing Chaos, but it yeah. is July eighth. Yeah, it'd be nice to get you up here, though. You know, get you to fish up this way. You think you could smuggle me past the bounties? Oh yeah, I just yeah, want yeah. a challenge for you. I mean, I I got a passport. I can get over there, but no, no, I'll I'll put you in the the, the hatch of my bonnie, and I mean, <laughs> you're big enough. Just put you in there, stuff you in. Anything? Yeah, players you got room for Jay too? Can me and Jay fit back there? Hey, you guys want to come down? Yeah, actually, I'm going to offer Aaron Dodds's house. We're, we're not guys... coming. Hey, hey, let's get it right. We're not coming down. We're coming up. <laughs> that's that's right. That's, yeah, but yeah. You guys want to come up? I'm going to say, yeah. Aaron will give you. A, he'll he'll hook you up at his house. Right on, man. Right on. Anyways, you know, yeah, it, it's super cool, man. And and like you said, what you guys are doing is selfless, right? And uh, what what a great cause, you know. And and the fact that you guys know it's going directly to the children's hospital, you know exactly what part of the children's yeah. hospital it's going to. That's super huge, man. Because some of the other charities and things like that, like you and I had that conversation, right? Like, yeah. you know, sometimes you give to a charity and you don't know where that money's going. You know, and well, yeah, it's going in somebody's, you know, chairperson's pocket, right, for their wage. Right. And the other thing too, with this um, charity event, it is one hundred percent nonprofit. Like, um, there, Casey Williams uh, yep. has got the direct link there. He but, said uh, uh, we'll have a link for direct donations. We also have other anglers who sign up for the event to donate as they can't make it. So, yeah, yeah that's cool. But yeah, even our incidentals, I mean, um, between the coordinators, we've actually sucked it up out of our own pocket rather than, you know, reimburse ourselves from the entry fees just to maximize that donation, you know? So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm really, you know what? I'm really proud of the guys that came out to support us because we had our first year, we had a guy, Alan Thompson from Calgary fly out for it. 
Um, last year, I think there was close to a dozen guys from Quebec that came out to support us all over Ontario. So, you know, without them, and, and, and this is going back to that whole camaraderie aspect of it, right? Is sure. We, we're just a bunch of guys getting out fishing, having a good time for, uh, you know, um, a good cause. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And Christian just said, uh, Chio is one of the best kids hospitals in North America, which is, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so everybody's asking how big Aaron's driveway is. House is going to be packed. <laughs> He's got a big backyard, pitch a tent. Actually, he, he makes me sleep in the backyard because I'm not, because I run a bonafide and, and all the JK members get to stay in his house. <laughs> Seriously, he goes, there's a pail. There's what a about, pail. <laughs> what, about, what about the free agents? How does that work? <laughs> They're sleeping in their cars out on the street. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a good time up there. It is a really good time. You know, no, so. that's that's super cool man well i i will say this right if uh if i can't make it up there and actually it, it was july 8th right is that what he said yeah yeah so i will not make it up there because i'll be heading down to icast right around then so oh, that's uh, so uh i will say this now um i'm gonna make a personal donation for a hundred bucks in the name of paddle and finn to you guys so one of you guys well, send me the link so that way I can send that up, man. So I love what you guys are doing and I want to support that. So, um, Hey man, thank you very much. Hey, if it wasn't for you, Jay Brown, it never happened. So there you go. <laughs> you <laughs> no, know, man, uh, I feel special. No, honestly, man, uh, yeah. what you guys do are doing is awesome and, uh, it's cool. And I, I love the fact, you know, when you told me, you know, hey, we know that this money is going directly to the kids' hospital. It's going to the mental uh, health unit this year and stuff like that. That's a huge thing, right? Like, uh, yeah. so you know, I want to I want to help support that in any way I can, dude, and support you guys. You know what I mean? Like, I know there's there's this imaginary line between us, right? But in my mind, yeah. there there's no line there, dude. We're we're all brothers and sisters, and you know we need to support one one another, and that goes back to the camaraderie thing that you talked about. Why we love kayak fishing, right? That's why we're sitting here doing this yeah. podcast right now. So, yeah, no, thanks, man. But yeah, you're right. It, like there is no. I mean, we're just a little bit further north. We've got different rags, but we all do the same thing, right? We just right. love getting out fishing chirping each other and uh you know boat and fish so love it man love it warren warren says uh i don't even want to ask what the old town guys get they're over at the tim hortons parking lot down yeah down <laughs> good stuff man good stuff well brother uh we appreciate you jumping on the show tonight and just uh chatting a little kayak fishing spreading spreading the love spreading the word about canadian kayak fishing 
and uh, all that good stuff, man, and and what you do and what you you and your whole crew up there has done uh, with this charity event and things like that, man. We appreciate it very much, and uh, uh, we can't thank you enough for jumping on tonight, man. So, real quick, man, for for like some of our folks that may not know who you are, how can they follow you on social media? and things like that so they can keep up with uh downtown jay brown dude all right well on instagram it's uh at jb will travel the fish and just on facebook you know i don't do youtube but facebook it's um just jay brown there's a picture of me actually the the cover photo you used you snatched that what what about your only fans for the calendar spread well, I to, I'll, I'll put the link in the description. <laughs> it's going to be a feet calendar. <laughs> like a, a fisherman's feet. Um, <laughs> only, only pictures like after a day in the water, though. <laughs> oh, God. This is gonna be too much. Too much. Too much. Oh, too much. You know what? Well, I'm going to have to. I'm going to get a G string and I'm going to get uh, a photo on the lake. Yeah. I'll, I'll there you it. go. Dodds. Dodds said, uh, Mr. Brown's only fans, 1599 a month. Yeah. <laughs> oh. you know, I'm going to be calling him right after this. I'll be I, like, I, I want to know, is is that 1599? Is that Canadian or U S <laughs> yeah. So that's the, the, that's the North peso. So that's about a buck 99 American. oh i love it man i love it everybody that tuned in tonight thank you so much we're here every thursday night seven central eight eastern talking to cool awesome people like uh our friend jay brown here and uh we just uh, appreciate all you guys chiming in dropping in the chat all that good stuff man it's uh it's been a lot of fun chatting with you mr brown we'll have to get you back on and like i said as we draw closer to that July 8th charity event, we want to have you and Aaron on and whoever else that's involved with that and just kind of help promote, get the word out, man. Maybe we can bring in some, some extra donations and things like that for you guys. You know what I mean? Um, oh, I think man. it's really, really important what you guys are doing. And, you know, I, I mean, we always do that for guys down here doing charity events and stuff like that, man. The more we can get the word out, the better off those events go and the better we um, impact others' lives that, you know, it means something too, you know, so. Yeah. Well, no, thanks for having me on. Like, I, I'm surprised I, I stayed on track and I hope it was a, a good show. Yeah, you man. Know, I've, I've never done a podcast, so. It Pops was, your podcast was, cherry tonight, brother. You got <laughs> oh shit! Oh wait, can I say that? Uh, right now, yeah. <laughs> you know, whoops, that one got past the censors. I mean, whoop. <laughs> time delay, Canadian time delay. But uh, thanks, thanks, guys, for having me on, and. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I'll be talking to you guys uh, later on. And, yeah, for sure, uh, bro. That's so for sure, man, for sure. Cool, Mr. Randall. Final thoughts? No, nah, man. Uh, you know, thanks for coming on the show. It was a good show. Hey, you know. and uh, well, Jay is very short to... to the point. If you couldn't tell, yeah, yeah. No, no fluff in here. 
Well, I got to get your number because I, I want that anchor off you, and I, I'll get you uh, a oh, K5. Yeah, we didn't show the anchor. We got to show that anchor. Come on. Yeah. You got it right there. Apparently, it's an antique at this point. <laughs> so well, I'm, pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure this is the K3. K4X. Is, is this, this is a K4X? I thought it was like smaller than it. Yeah. I don't know. No. It's the, a little the K4X. Small. Yeah. She's might be small, but she's mighty. Yeah, <laughs> Look at that. Wait, Look that? how pristine it is. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that what you tell your wife? It may be small, but it's mighty. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goes, yeah. Like so much conviction. <laughs> Man, why? Why? I'm not gonna say. No. Oh, that's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Huge. It's small, but it's huge. mighty. Yeah. Huge, huge, uh, huge shout out to our friends at uh, Tightline Anchors. Uh, go give them a follow. Pick up an anchor. Um, am I allowed to talk about what they showed off this past weekend? I think so, right? Because I mean, they I showed us an weren't, weren't you talking about it? You brought her down. Yeah, I mean they got a new river anchor. I'm just saying, boys, um, get ready. I I'm not gonna put any photos up because that was the prototype I was testing. But I will say, I will say, new river anchor coming. She's sexy. She she's gonna be better looking than Jay Brown's calendar spread. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah. uh, No, man. We appreciate you, brother. Uh, so much, dude, Thanks. and uh, we wish you guys nothing but success uh, this season up there in Canada, and uh, we look forward to having you guys back on talking about the charity event. But uh, like I said earlier, guys, gals, we're here every Thursday night, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 o'clock out on the West Coast, talking to awesome people like Jay Brown. We will see you boys and girls next week. As always, boys and girls, tight lines. Tight lines. Smooth, guys. Peace. <laughs>